approximately 1.3 million acres of Everglades National Park is wilderness, and very few people really get off the, the beaten path. But this is a really great jumping off point for doing that. Uh, you can go out, fishermen love this area, uh, paddlers also love this area, and probably one of my favorite things to do here is paddling. Gulf Coast Visitor Center is really all water accessible. So unless you're getting get out on the water, do a canoe trip, maybe go do some kayaking, it's uh, it's really difficult to enjoy and to enjoy what Gulf Coast has to offer. I would definitely recommend planning your trips with the wind if possible, but definitely with the tides as well. This is all a tidally influenced area. So the Gulf Coast Visitor Center is here in Everglades City. Um, it's a lot different than what people really think about when they think of the Everglades. We're kind of tucked away in the in the the northwest part of the park, but it's definitely a, a hidden jewel. There's, there's something out here for everyone. We are in a small town, so you can find anything from lodging to restaurants to any of the basic amenities that you will need. We have a lot of different tours that we offer here at Everglades National Park, a lot of different ways to be able to, to really explore this without spending a whole day or trying to get out in the backcountry. Everglades National Park Boat Tours is our concession here in the park. They do the 10,000 island boat trip. It'll take you out through the 10,000 islands out to the edge of the Gulf of Mexico. And people like this one for a lot of reasons. One, just getting out on the water. Sometimes you might see a dolphin, sometimes you might see a manatee. It's a great way to get out and get a sense for the, the 10,000 islands. Yes, standard lens maybe some of the ready turn stones. There's also some of the sandwich turns mixed in here. Now folks, I brought us back here. If you look out in front of the boat and to the right, you'll see in the top of the trees, there's an osprey nest there. And there is an osprey nestled down in this nest. You may be able to see her head as we go a little further forward. The female is the primary incubator, but the male will do all the hunting. But then there are also several different ranger-led programs. Usually we have canoe trips. Everglades City, I kind of touched on it a little bit, uh, real rich in, in, in sort of a, a history. Yeah, in 1947, President Harry Truman stood at this airport and dedicated the park. We'll talk a little bit about that too as we go along. This area here is an estuary. What an estuary is, is we sort of have fresh water that comes in from the north and mixes with salt water from the Gulf of Mexico and creates what we call brackish water. So that's sort of what we're going to be exploring today. Some of the places you can camp, if you go all the way out to the Gulf of Mexico, you can camp here on beaches, uh, but there's also more inland route, uh, something known as the Wilderness Waterway. It's a 99 mile uh, boating trail, or canoe kayak trail, however you want to do it. Um, starting here and going all the way to the south end of the park here in Flamingo. So it's a little bit more inland. It opens up to some large bays, but you can stay on, on different ground sites, but there's also chicky sites. So these chicky sites, are elevated over the water, and it's really just a, a platform to, to put a tent for the night. I'm in Everglades City. I'm here at the Ranger Station. I'm gonna be, over the next 11 days, I'm going to Flamingo, which is, Roughly, I think on the outside, it's going to be about 80 miles. It's the largest wilderness area east of the Mississippi. It's fantastic to be out there uh, completely immersed in, in nature because I always do my best work when I'm 
just living in 24 hours a day. But once you get a day's paddle away from Everglades City, you're, you're by yourself for the most part. It's a great experience to do the West Coast. I mean, most people see the Everglades from a road, you know, the Park Service Road coming down, which is pretty, but um, you don't really get to see what it's like, especially out here. Um, this is a different area and uh, very pretty. And uh, you kind of, you have to get your feet wet to see the Everglades. Oh. <laughs> well, really the first thing you guys have to do for a, if you guys want to go out into the backcountry on the Wilderness Waterway, uh, definitely check out our website, www.nps.gov ever. And right there you can find the Wilderness Trip Planner. The Wilderness Trip Planner is really what you need to do, the checklist, the, to really start planning your trip. <laughs> How common is it for boaters to get stuck out here? I think from the locals that who have lived here all their lives, they say nobody doesn't get stuck. So everyone's gotten stuck at least once, but from what I hear, it happens a lot. Out here, I tell them to, instead of go as fast as you think you can, go slow and look at what you're getting into. Read your charts. They'll, they usually tell you the average water. So if it says one foot, maybe want to go somewhere else. Third time out here and uh, you know, just feeling a little more comfortable about how to get to the fishing places, getting out of the pass and all that. I mean, it's uh, challenging and, and you can't just rely on maps and everything, so. What else are you relying on? A, Jeep, a handheld GPS. So without that, I think it would be pretty tough. This is Sandfly Island, and um, we're actually on the other side of Chukaluski Bay, so um, on the other side of where the visitor center is. This is the only trail that we have within our district, sort of a walking trail, is on the Sandfly Island. Um, it's, it's about a mile long, and it's sort of a loop. Real rich history out here. This is a shell mound. Um, so this was actually uh, built up by the Calusa Indians. Um, that's what these shell sites are made of, um, are individual shells. You have these oyster shells here and these whelk shells that you sort of see scattered about. The trail itself goes completely around the horseshoe shape itself, and, and the green here represents high ground. And there's some theories about sort of why the Calusa Indians made this sort of that horseshoe shape. Maybe they use this to actually trap fish as sort of a fishing tool itself, um, putting up a net um, during a high tide, and as the tide sort of went out, they trapped sort of fish in there as, as well. We see this leaf here? All these trees we see around us are constantly losing these leaves. An acre of mangrove trees are able to lose several tons of leaves per year, and by doing that, they're really starting the, the food chain from the ground up. These mangrove leaves are eaten up by these microorganisms. Microorganisms are eaten by the smaller creatures as you go up the food chain until you get to the larger animals that people really like to see in this area. People like to see the dolphins, people like to see the ospreys. Occasionally we'll see a bald eagle and the wading birds as well. That's what people really like to see, but sometimes they, they forget about the smaller life that's 
that's really eating these leaves here. We have crabs, we have snails, we have so many different little life forms. And unless you really take some time out here, it's very difficult to really get a grasp of what this place has to offer. Now mangrove trees are trees that have adapted an ability to live in this saltwater environment. And by living in this saltwater environment, they can do what no other trees can do. They, they really take over this area. So all these 10,000 islands are just filled with these trees. Here at the Gulf Coast Visitor Center, you can really come out and see us any time of the year for the boat tours. It's a great way to see the park. But if you guys want to come out, you want to do some backcountry camp and want to do some fishing, you might want to think twice uh, if you're trying to do it during the summer months. I'd say really our peak season is late November and then into early April.